Welcome to the Aging Gracefully podcast. I'm Mary Thompson. And I'm Janae Anderson. Join us as we explore the myths, beliefs, and realities of aging to empower each of us to thrive on all levels, every moment of our lives. Hi, I'm Mary Thompson, and I'm here today with my friend and partner, Janae Anderson, and a special guest, Homer Nottingham. I met Homer recently when I went to the gym. He's a local celebrity for teaching Tai Chi and Qigong here in town. And I went to a gym to check out one of his classes and was really interested because when I walked into the room, I noticed that most of the people in the room were my age or older. And I thought, this is something really great for our podcast because these were healthy and vital looking people. And then the teacher came in. And I met Homer, who is 80 years old, yes. vibrant, healthy, <laughs> and leading a room full of people in doing this Qigong exercises. So Janae and I wanted to invite him to interview with us and to talk with us about what he's found in his life in working with Tai Chi and Qigong and what insights he might have for us on graceful aging. Well, thank you very much, Mary and Janae. I appreciate it. Love being here. And uh, we'll be ha I'll be happy to talk about Qigong and Tai Chi. Of course, I, I love Qigong and Tai Chi because they basically just saved my life as far as that goes. Can you tell us about that, Homer? Yeah, I was a vice president for American Express and uh, a, a divisional vice president. I ran the LA division and I had about a thousand employees and it was really a pressure cooker of a job. And the doctor was always bugging me about the stress and the tension in my life and I better get rid of it if I wanted to <laughs> you know, continue on. And then one, uh, one year, uh, American Express sent me to Hong Kong. And the wife and I were in the hotel. We looked out outside, down, down, we were about six stories high. We looked down into the park and I said, you better wake up. I think there's a riot going on here. <laughs> because over there, everyone comes out at six in the morning and they do Tai Chi and Qigong. Now they not only do Tai Chi and Qigong, but they'll do it with swords and they'll do it with sticks and all kinds of things and uh, just all groups of them. But everyone in the whole country, that was back in the 80s, I mean, they all come out at six in the morning. So I went downstairs and they started laughing at me and said, no, no, they're just doing Qigong and Tai Chi. Go out and join them. It's okay. So I did. And a lot of the stress went away. And so after that, I said, well, I'm going, when I go back to the States, I'm just going to continue this. And that's what I did. And it, it, like I say, it... It took a lot of the stress and tension out of my life. Uh, that was uh, very serious. When you're living in L.A. alone, just on the freeways in L.A. is bad enough, but much less you have six offices with a thousand people that are all coming to you at the same time. That's uh, a lot of stress and tension. So I continued on. The hard, hardest part I had was uh, no one had ever heard of Qigong back in the 80s. And a lot of people still haven't, but back then they'd heard of Tai Chi, but not Qigong. Back then, they'd really not heard of Tai Chi or Qigong. So I had to go up to Eslon, up at Big Sur, and then I went back to the Omega Institute in uh, New York just to learn some of these moves. And then I started teaching it to some of the people at American Express, and uh, it really helped me manage the people, and it helped them manage themselves. They got uh, where they could uh, take a lot of the stress out of their work also. So it's just a, a gentle exercise. It really helps with stress and tension. How would you say that these practices have affected you as you've gotten older? Oh, gee, well, definitely. <laughs> I don't think I, I could have stayed alive without these practices as I get older. It, 
it really keeps you grounded, you might say. Uh, tai Chi and Qigong are very slow-moving exercises. You think you're not doing a lot, but you're working extremely hard, but your body becomes very flexible, very soft, and the older you get, I think the, the, the more the body tightens up. We all know that as a fact. We start going downhill, and as you get older, the brain and everything starts to drop away, as well as the body. Now, that can be stopped. The good thing is Harvard Medical School says we can rejuvenate and regenerate it. So that's what Tai Chi and Qigong does. It helps us age gracefully, as, as you just said. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, just a few minutes a day, and uh, you'll have a very long life, but high quality. And that's what we're working for is the high quality. Because it also helps with the brain, the, the fitness of the brain. It's called neurogenesis. And uh, Tai Chi fits right into the six steps that Harvard has to, to keep the brain conditioned so there's a little dementia and maybe overriding some of it. You can override some of it if you have enough brain cells and you can renew brain cells constantly as you grow older, it'll help you get rid of that. So it does many, many things, not only for the body, but for the mind and the brain as well. You mentioned Tai Chi and Qigong together quite often. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference between the two? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, qi means energy and gong means practice. So energy practice is, is what Qigong is all about. Now that's a complete healthcare system, probably about 5,000 years old, started in China. About 2,000 years ago, they discovered that the martial artists in the community, <laughs> the warriors of the community, were very, very healthy and they were living longer than the others and they were a lot healthier. And they were doing these real slow movement type things. And what, the, what they were doing was building muscle memory so when they got into a battle, uh, their muscles would take over and they wouldn't have to think about it. They would react just like you walked in here today. You didn't think about walking in here, but before you were like one or two years old, you could not do that because you didn't have the brain cells to do it, so you had to develop those. And the slow movements, just like learning to walk, taught them how to do the martial movements. And it, it's, just, it's just amazing, but then the whole village started doing it, and they're very slow movements. But those uh, Tai Chi, Qigong, you'll repeat the movement over and over, whereas Tai Chi, you just take one slow step at a time. And when you do, when I teach Tai Chi, if I teach three steps, the people will leave that class after an hour and they'll be totally exhausted from taking three steps. Now you can take three steps pretty easy, but it's the mental part of it. That, mm -hmm. And you really are renewing the brain cells. It's called neurogenesis again. And you're building that muscle memory. It's a common name for it is muscle memory. It's just new cells in the brain that gets the whole body, mind, spirit moving at, at one time. So Tai Chi is much more difficult than, than Qigong. Qigong is very easy and anyone can come in and do Qigong with us without a problem. Mm. Tai Chi, on the other hand, takes a lot of effort. <laughs> oh, interesting. When you, when you talk about the slow moving practices of Tai Chi and Qigong, I, I just think about the American emphasis on running and, and aerobics and you know the whole moving fast thing in order to stay healthy. Well, when you're talking about aging gracefully, not everyone can go out and run and not everyone can go out and do the things that's necessary to, to keep their health. Well, what they've scientifically proven, which is really interesting because with Ayurveda and yoga and Tai Chi and Qigong, they're doing a lot of research on all of these different disciplines. And what they found was 
is that these deep breathing exercise gives you the same aerobic exercise as running would because of the deep breathing it pumps the heart up and gets the blood flowing and it's and they're doing tremendous research in fact harvard sent a young doctor to china for 12 years back in the 70s to study the mystery of chi what is the mystery of this chi why are they healthier than we are we spend more money and have better drugs and do more operations than they do and yet they're healthier so he studied it for 12 years. Now that young doctor is now probably my age, he's maybe a couple of years older. He was in his early 80s, but he's also head of the alternative medicine at Harvard Medical School, and he's doing all the research there. And the research is just amazing how they're proving all these 5,000-year-old and 2,000-year-old exercises are doing everything that they said they would do as they scientifically tested that it just works, and it works so extremely well especially as you age. That's, that's mm -hmm. the key to the whole thing is uh, the slow moving exercises that gives you the same as an aerobic exercise. And it really does do that. If you come to one of our Tai Chi classes, like I say, they'll take three steps or four steps and they'll leave there totally exhausted. <laughs> so the, the aerobic part of it, it's just like they went out and were running for a mile. So the good thing is, as you grow older and you have some wrecked knees and some wrecked hips from the ski slopes or whatever it might be, you can now come in and do an aerobic exercise without the running or the skiing and the water rafting or whatever it is that hurts your knees or hips in the first place. You can do some very slow moving exercises and get the same benefit. That's the nice part. This kind of segues into a question we had about people who may have physical impairments. Is there ways that they could also participate in Qigong type exercises? Yeah, def definitely. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, I do many classes a week. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's <laughs> all your schedule. Yeah, about 15 of them. And one of them is uh, for people in wheelchairs and, and on walkers. And that's over there. And we'll be doing some seated Tai Chi and Qigong. And some of the people will have dementia in there, and you'll sign, we do laughing Qigong also. So when, when we start the laughing Qigong, you'll see those people will just come alive. It's as if a magic wand is weighed over their head, and they're all ready to just go. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, what happened here? Let's all get into this laughing and have some fun. So, and it's the same way with music. They'll respond to music that way, too. You'll find that... Uh, it's really important when, when, when that happens because your hands are so important and so many times your hands will give out on you and if the hands give out on you, you got a real problem. You can't even feed yourself. So we do a lot of exercises to keep the whole body healthy, including the hands and the arms because a lot of them are in wheelchairs already and they really need those hands and they use them a lot. So we do a lot of uh, work on the, on the hands and the arms with some uh, Qigong exercises for those types of things. So, yeah, anyone can do it. It really doesn't matter <laughs> whether it's uh, seated or standing. Uh, Qigong uh, can be done anywhere. Um, I have a friend that was uh, had cancer really bad, pancreatic cancer, which is the worst kind you can have. And the first thing we taught him, he was a Qigong and Tai Chi type person, so he knew the movements. But when he got within three months of, of the end of, of his life, uh, he had to learn seated Qigong. And so we, we, I went over and taught him seated. And then about a month before, uh, we taught him how to do it in bed, how to do bed Qigong. Because you can do it on all different levels and different things, and it gives you a higher quality life. So he had a higher quality life right up until about three or four days before yeah. he passed on. So yeah. it was, beautiful. Yeah, it was very rewarding to, mm -hmm. to have that happen and see how, it, how 
ballot it is. Now, you can't see Homer because this is a podcast, but I want to tell you that he's sitting here 80 years old and he is radiant and he emanates not only a sense of well-being, but a sense of serenity. And so, Homer, I have a question for you. Do you feel old? Do I feel old? No. I tell you what happens with Tai Chi and Qigong is that you'll be growing older but feeling younger. And that's, that's the miracle of it. Is that, that sounds good to me. <laughs> as you grow older, you'll feel younger Why and younger. Uh, because your body is coming back into shape and it brings tremendous energy. I mean, unbelievable energy to your body. And it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter whether it's seated or standing, you'll get, and, and the people when I leave there, and then about two hours after you do it, and perhaps you noticed when you were there, about two hours after you, after you do the Qigong, you have another burst of energy and it just uh, just opens up the whole world for you. And you do uh, become very flexible. Your, your joints and your body begins to move. As you know, it, starting at age 20, the whole body starts to drop away. I mean, it starts to tighten up on us. That's why an athlete can only play there about 30 or 35 and they have to drop out of the pros because they start losing it at age 20 like everyone else, even if they're a super athlete. The only one that I know that didn't is Tom Brady and he plays for the Patriots and he's 40 and he's the old grandpa. No one's ever played that long in the position that he plays in. But 30 or 35 is when uh, so much of the body drops away and it starts to drop away even more as you age. So you have to work it, rejuvenating and regenerating it and getting it back in shape and getting the uh, whole thing back moving again, including the brain and what goes on there because the brain will start going downhill too. So if you can do a neurogenesis, build those new cells in the brain, then they'll come up, and that's been scientifically proven also. So it's, it's, it's just amazing what they're proving, how these 5,000-year-old exercises, what it does for the body that the Chinese have said all along. And, you know, our country is 42nd out of the world in, in health care right now. We're 42nd. We were 37th in 2009. We dropped to 42nd. For the first time in history, our average age is going down, not up. And that's never happened before. Whereas uh, some of the countries like China that have this preventative system where everyone works together at it. Now, they don't anymore. They're like us because they're getting the American ways in China. But the, uh, the, the older people there are in very good health and they have longevity with a high quality life. And that's, and that's what we're all working for is longevity with that high quality life. I think that's you know really true. We want that high quality of life. One thing you mentioned on your website, it says transforming body, mind, and spirit. So there's a lot of emphasis in our society on the body, mind. Can you comment on the spiritual part? Yeah, the body, mind, spirit. Uh, we have exercises where we bring the people right down in, into a very. It is very spiritual. Now, by when I say spiritual, it means coming into your highest self. So you can come right into your highest self when you say spiritual. Not a religious contentation, but a spiritual where you're, you're completely content and things are going on and you're relaxed and things are beginning to move for you and you understand what's happening within your body. So body, mind, spirit, yeah, we work on all three and it works like, like magic. You'll, you, it just automatically opens up. And the spirit part is, is a very big, big part of it. And we do a lot of that through breathing. Now, breathing is very important to bring the body down into calmness. Homer, you're 80 now. When you look back at 
where your practices have taken you, and then you look ahead to where you might be going, what do you see? Well, I see a great future, of course. Uh, we're taught in Qigong, of course, to live in the moment, though, so we do live in the moment because uh, they call it a monkey mind. If uh, you have too much energy in your head, it's like a monkey sitting on your head and it'll take you in different directions. So it's very hard to meditate and do things like that or even accomplish things on a daily life. So we try to keep the energy down in the body, in the trunk of the body. It's called the Dantian, which means the great meridian is down low. We don't want it in the heart because there are a lot of times we'll have regrets and resentments about our past. So we try to live in the moment by keeping the energy balance. It's called yin-yang harmony. If we can get yin-yang harmony where the soft energy and the hard energy are balanced, then we can live in a very peaceful and content life. But as far as the future, I just plan on keeping on. Every year, the only thing is when you, as you're growing older, as we all are, uh, you have to eat less, you have to do more. <laughs> Especially for the brain. Uh, you, your body doesn't require as much food, but your brain requires a lot more food. So. Mm. Uh, you can build a reserve, and, and as I was mentioning on neurogenesis, the reserve is, is probably the most important thing you can do because where they've proven where the people that have plaque in the brain that causes dementia, some people will never affect them and other people will lose their memory and die from it. But they had a reserve. They had more of those brain cells built up in there. As I mentioned earlier, just like you just walked in here without thinking about it. If you have enough reserves, you can do things without thinking about it and you'll automatically do these things. So for the future, of course, uh, I'm doing a, a, a neurogenesis workshop because the Harvard Medical School has six things that they need, you need to do to keep that brain fit and to build that reserve in your brain. So as you grow older, uh, you'll have a, a better life and a more successful life and everything will come just your way. So again, it's all about longevity with a, with a high quality life. Uh, it's not a matter how long I live, but just as long as I have the high quality. That's more important than anything else. And that's what Tai Chi and Qigong will do for you. You'll have a very high quality life hopefully right up to the day that you die. <laughs> and I think that can be summed up by this lovely uh, phrase I've been looking at right here in Homer's office, and it says, the more you live, the less you die. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Homer. Thank you, Homer, so much for talking to Thank us today. Thank you very much for we coming. We really appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you being here.